Hey, welcome back to the Never Iron Anything podcast. This is episode 116, and my name is Tony. This week we're doing, or we're going to try to do, something different. Um, <laughs> but before we talk about that, let me introduce the returning co-host, comics podcaster, reviewer, and comics creator. His second issue has come out very recently. It's Mr. Tom Stewart. Hello, dude. You all right? Yay, I'm all right. How are you doing? Good, man. We've been putting the world to rights for about 20 minutes, so... Yeah. We've... <laughs> We're always really good at acting at this bit. Yeah, of this yeah, stuff. yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, it's better than I don't know if you heard the last week's ACP that me and Dan had to run because Vince was was poorly and trying to get the um, stay awesome at the end was a bit of a, it didn't go well. I'm not oh, sure. It was fantastic. <laughs> I loved it. It, was, it was the fact that it was just like stay awesome and then just nobody said it. And I went, oh, that's shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still waiting for the day that it gets you know. And what do we do, guys? And everybody just stays silent. Oh, we and just nothing week, happens. We? <laughs> I'm waiting on it. I like the silence after I say something rude sometimes, and there's this. Yes. that's good. I like that. I like to live in that little bit of silence. There's a little yeah. bit of like withering happening right there. <laughs> yeah, you can just hear a slight. <laughs> How have you been anyway? Are you busy reading comics and stuff? So you, you've recorded. Can you say what your new TCS episode is going to be? I know you recorded it a couple of nights ago, didn't you? Or were you saving uh, that? Well, this one will be saved for a wee while. There's actually. Oh, okay. uh, that, well, well, I'll say what it is anyway. Yeah. Um, we recorded um, us talking about Secret Wars. Ah, cool. I'm looking forward to the uh, first one, I guess. I'm guessing, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it is, yeah. Um, it was kind of on the cards for quite a while. We we always hmm. sort of hinted at it um, and we'd say it between each other because of the, the advertisements for years uh, right. where, it, where they would always say, you know, Secret Wars, Secret Wars, Secret Wars. And we just changed it and started going, <laughs> Secret Wars to each other. And it creeped into <laughs> Creeped into a couple of episodes, Mike just suddenly going, Secret Wars! Um, <laughs> He's a loose cannon. Yeah, oh, yes. He He's a sort um, of, if he was a detective, he'd be balled out by the sergeant, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah, you know, big time. Lieutenant, uh, yeah. And he would just reply, Mum's Tom, and that would be it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, uh, you know, that was on the cards for a while, and Dave sort of said, well, we'll, we'll do it. So we, we did that the other night. But yeah. I, think, uh, I think the next episode is actually, a th- it's like a third episode of reviews we did two okay. before i've got them where it's like you know reviews and chit chat one and then reviews and chit chat mark two or whatever and yep. I, I we actually did do a third one that followed on from that so i'm, I'm going to put that out as well but you know uh, what we're like mate we just record them and then sort of keep on to them for a wee while and then eventually put them out yeah you know? i know what you mean you have a little bank of them sometimes don't you yeah yeah ready to go yeah, yeah, yeah i'm rubbish i'm no i'm i'm shit at preparing anything so this goes out usually less in less time that it takes to record it after the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's usually once it's it's hung up, right? Good night, see you later. And then it's like, oh, new episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, I do that you haven't even gone to bed yet. And it's like, oh yeah. Uh, Tom Tom, can you post this? It's like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Good. Now we're well we're doing something a review thing today, aren't we? Did you wanna tell the listeners because I think this was kind of your idea, wasn't it, that we we're gonna have a go at this? Yeah, um, with with everything going on at the minute with a uh, Comicsology and Amazon and loads of different places, kind of getting a bit less accessible um, with comics, and even people kind of taking the moral standpoint of you know not 
buying anything off of Amazon and trying to go local. And the Kickstarter stuff. thing as well, I suppose. You know, people yeah, yeah, loads off of Indiegogo and Kickstarter as well, didn't they? Yeah, there's yeah. the there's loads of things that are happening. You know, blockchains and all that kind of stuff. There's just lo- yeah. there seems to be a kind of limiting behind. What's um, the phrase I used today? It was the the um, Douglas Adams quote, isn't it? They they'll argue that black is white and gets get killed on the next zebra crossing. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> kind of the definition of the internet, isn't it? Yeah, it's very true. Hmm. Um, but when we're we're sort of going through all this at the at the moment, comics wise. Um, I thought, right, I'm really interested to see how easy it would be, or how hard, um, as it turns out, it would be to get new releases and actually yeah. being a comics fan and trying to stay up to date with with the new the new Wednesday releases and, and see how, how it goes. And also importantly, up to date and legal. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. To, to actually purchase, to buy. Um, and uh, my aim for this was for both of us to be able to try and get hard copy issues in our hands. Yeah. Failing that, to try and get them digitally paid for, you yeah. know, um, to, be, to to actually fund comics and, and, and show the dedication and, and keep up the collection, you know. Um, yeah. It's something that I also lack in as well as staying up to date with comics. I'd, okay. I'd read a lot, I'd read a lot of comics um, I managed to get a lot through the library and stuff, a lot of um, bargains and stuff from eBay and Amazon, if if I get a voucher or whatever, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff, um, and bargain bins and all that. But I, I kind of don't stay up to date with the whole... So you're not like, you know, a, I'm going to say you're not a Wednesday warrior. Is that, no. Is that a good no, that's right, it. Okay. That was exactly what I was about to say. Not, okay. a, not, a, right. not a Wednesday warrior. Yeah. But it's something that I've always thought, like, would it be feasible especially you know i mean i've not i've not got like a big massive paying job or anything is it something that could be feasible to do on a standard working (laughs) hours and and still be able to live and put money aside for a month let's face it it should be yes exactly is the Um, uh, is the is you know we're not buying fine art here we're buying comics you know a medium (laughs) for the people as it were exactly yeah and and on top of that when you do get something is it worth the money yeah. Um, the whole thing of how how did you end up getting it in the first place, and is it any good? Yeah. So it was the it was the whole thing of just being a general comics fan today and trying to see how well you could actually do it. You know? And I think it's, it's, it's important to state here, being a comics fan. Now, you and for the, for those who are overseas, and we have some American, Canadian, Australian, and these sort of people. Listen, mm-hmm. you and I are located in separate parts of the United Kingdom. Um, yes. We're actually in. For those that don't understand it, we're in different countries. I'm in England, um, just north of London, and you're in um, Scotland. Yes. Um, now, for those in America, they may not understand this, but comic shops are quite rare over here, mm-hmm. or seemingly rarer. Um, <laughs> even in the mighty London, you know. Yep. Um, so well, there, there is that to it. So we're not, we're not, you know, in in France where you can buy comics in every corner shop, or in Italy where you can buy them in train stations. We're in in the UK where buying a, a monthly Marvel and DC comic is much more difficult. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Very Good. much. So. so we each chose three three cop- comics to um, choose. I think did was the rule that we bought two mainstream, one indie. Was that the idea? Um. I think it just worked out that way. Right. Okay. Um, it was just a case of it was it was three different titles, um, and it just ended up that we ended up buying sort of two mainstream floppy ones each, and then a kind of collection each as well. Yes. Um, it yeah. just, I think, with the way 
the previews were for that sort of for that week it's just kind of how it worked out you know yeah. and then what you had seen on gosh uh, shelves as well yeah so uh, so i think maybe just deal quickly with me because mine is the simpler one to describe how i get my comics so mm-hmm. um generally i go to gosh every week sometimes i was, I was on holiday so i ended up going um for missed, missed out weeks so i collected two lots which i've hidden the receipt from my wife from <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. um and I, I I have a pool list there. Um, they're very reliable. I have a pool list. Uh, so I take the comics, look through what I've got in my pool list, and then I may buy some extra stuff off the shelf. Um, so my choices this week are, I, I basically, I picked up, God, I don't even want to say, but it was, I was say, it was £174 worth of comics this week, from um, which is ridiculous. And um, you would think you'd need a car to put that in, wouldn't you? I just went in my rucksack. Um and I picked literally picked two random comics out of the buy pile um, that were the mainstream choices, and I picked a trade off the shelf. It's not really a trade. I don't even know what you describe it as a manga. I suppose uh, maybe. I don't know. No. I would just say I would just say a a, gra- a graphic novella. Okay, <laughs> that's a good one. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, off the shelf because it was by an artist creator who I liked, and I yes. previously spoke about. So they were very random choices. Um. My choices, neither of them is an issue one, um, and, but that's just that's not through any kind of the planning ahead. That was just how it happened. In fact, yeah. one's an issue three, and one's an issue two. So we're going to go through them. But I think we wanted to just talk a little. So for me, it's easier. Um, I, I obviously will bring up in a minute um, issues with pricing and the mm-hmm. content. And we we actually did reach out to a, a creator or I did, to try and sort out this ridiculous pricing. But for you, did you want to describe the sort of trials and tribulations of buying comics in Dundee, my friend? You know? uh, yeah, um, that ended up being a thing all in itself. Um, <laughs> right. Well, I mean, bearing in mind that we said that we would um, buy them the week before yes, so that we were prepped for, for the week coming. Recent releases, and, I think, was what we were looking at, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, well, I'll, I'll skip to the end slightly here and okay. say that my three, my three that I picked, still aren't in my hand. Right. Yeah. Um, I have two of the ones that you picked, and I have none of mine. Um, really? Which, yeah, none of mine yet. Um, oh, which is just a nightmare. But anyway, but um, I thought being, you know, there is a, there is a comic shop here now. Yeah. Um, you got one in Dundee, that, haven't you? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, it's not been the best for opening times and stuff for myself, um, right. working through the week and everything. But I found out that their opening hours had changed. I thought I'll I'll go and have, I'll go and have a look um, mm. one night before going to uh, pick up my other half from work. And um, I've got to say that was one of the worst experiences I've had in a shop <laughs> ever. Um, now, I thought it'd just be fairly easy. I thought it would be fairly easy. Walk in, pick up three books, walk out. No, nothing. It came out totally empty-handed. Um, everything that they had there was massively out of date. Um, none of it was from that week at all. Um, I don't know if that's just the way that they order or what, um, but it was just nothing. It was two rows of like plastic shelving, um, and they were all overlapping each other, so you couldn't really see any of the covers. Right. You had to actually like kind of dig through them on the shelf, which is fine, but they're up at a certain height that if you'd go digging, they start to fall off. Right. So it's like okay. you don't want to you don't want to end up with like a domino effect, and they all start just piling <laughs> because they're all on top of each other. Um, but they're all been sitting there for so long that they're like buckling. 
So there's loads of them just bending, and you're expected to then, you know, pay cover price for this bent piece of shit that's sitting on the end. Um, so that was not amazing. So, you know, maybe way over to the collections thinking, oh, there might be something here. Couldn't make rhyme or reason out of right. it. Uh, so they've got, have they got a diamond account, do you think? Or No idea. Uh, because right. nobody acknowledged me, nobody said hello, nobody even knew that I was in the, in the shop, I don't think, <laughs> even though I was right there beside them because they were playing a game. There was three of them playing a game uh, with each other and took no interest in the customer that actually came into the shop. Not, not nothing. No acknowledgement. Um, yeah, you know, absolutely. I, 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 just, I mean, I don't really want comic shops to be like Cheers. You know, every time that you walk in, someone's like Tony or Tom. You know, but I do think like, hello, how are you doing? Oh, have you seen the new Batman's yes. out? You know, or something like that. You know, I'm only expecting a hire because yeah. at the end of the day, like, I did, I did retail for like twelve, thirteen years. Yeah, and just a simple hello is nothing. It's, it, it means nothing. It's just a simple acknowledgement that you're a customer in the shop and a member of staff has seen that you have come in. Yeah. Just something. You know, it, it's not even a case of, I was, I was explaining this to somebody, it's not even a case of being like massively geeky about it and being like, oh, well, the, you know, it's, it's a comic shop. They should be doing X, Y, Z. No, this is simple retail <laughs> expertise yeah. and, and, and tactics and marketing and everything. You know what I mean? You're just sitting going, you guys are running a business yeah. like say something the, I, I was in there for a good solid 15 minutes looking at these shelves and nobody said anything nobody said like what you're looking for like are you in for something specific nothing no acknowledgement and i just walked in and walked out just as empty-handed and as clueless as when i walked in um <laughs> it was just it was it was abysmal and i just thought why have we got a comic shop there's just no point yeah there's no point anybody that comes into that shop they're clearly only coming for gaming, and that's what the hours okay. sort of reflect reflect as well. The hours are into the the late hours, so they're into like I half night. I'm noticing that more and more in comic shops. I think the yeah. one in Kokoda is it the Kingdom? Is that the right? That's a late uh, opening one as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, but they do games as well. It's like yeah, they've got a gaming Kingdom bit of the back, haven't they? Gaming or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know the the name books is in the title of their shop. It's not books and games. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hesitant to say what it is, but you know, yeah, it's, it's, it. it's so and so, so and so books, um, and I just thought you, you guys just don't care. Like, if you want to do a gaming shop, do a gaming shop. Just get rid of the comics if that's the case. I felt like I was in somebody's living room. I was walking about their house, and then <laughs> and then I and then I came out just going, well, <laughs> what's, what what am I meant to do? So obviously. That just that that was right out the window, and and then sort of walked up the road to the local Waterstones that was shut in uh, half an hour earlier than what they said on the door. So that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, um, oh yeah, honestly, they're just <clears throat> they're just a joke here. Um, so home has got home of British comics, Dundee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I kind of you know that was out the window. So it was like right, I'm going to have to go online. I'm going to have to go online and have a look. Um, so, I mean, where, if I was going online, if if you were going online, where would where would be the sort of first place that you would think to uh, buy to, a, a sort of monthly comic, like um, if uh, you were a Wednesday, if you, well, you are a Wednesday warrior. Yes, if I couldn't, but, if I, if there was no shops, and I I couldn't get to a shop for a couple of months, and I need to go and buy the weekly comics, I would probably go firstly to mine. So I have Gosh, um, then I would probably go to um. Okay, comics. I think they're pretty good. 
Okay. The postage is pretty good. You know, mm-hmm. on, on par, I know you mentioned page 45 earlier to me, but on, on par with the sort of page 45 kind of service. Mm-hmm. And then if all was, all was lost, I'd go to Forbidden Planet and then maybe Amazon. Okay. Um, maybe a digital copy if I couldn't get it. But I, I do... Okay. I don't view, I know technically this is correct, and I had a conversation with someone this a couple of years ago, I don't view having a comic on Comixology as owning a comic. Yeah, it's weird. yeah, yeah. Personally, just renting. Yeah, it doesn't feel, that's what I understand it to be now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even before I knew that fact, I, it didn't feel like um, um, a, a, a thing to me. It didn't feel like, you know, a, a, an actual comic. It just felt like yeah. this thing I, I had on my computer files. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would rather buy a physical comic, but... If if all was lost and I couldn't get it, there are some comics you, that just don't get distributed over here. Yeah, and you can't get them to them, so I occasionally have to buy digital copies. Yeah, that's where I would go. I think. Gosh, gosh, pretty good round. Mm-hmm. Um, they sent you some stuff, didn't they, this week? I know. Did you get like a book plate along with them? Did you? Or? I got a ton of stuff with it. That I was just not expecting. It was fantastic. Well, good. Yeah. I, gosh, was such a great experience. I will get to that, but that that I mean that was a that was a great experience. That was about three days later. I missed yeah. something and I had to re- re- I'll tell you who's very good as well I'll give him a shout out again um, because they pride of fucking as we all have had we've had a terrible week round comics of just you know usual you know cunty behaviour on the internet <laughs> but the uh, I got um, I bought just a load of sort of reader copies off Alex at Strange Apparitions and mm. um, he included a John Byrne poster uh, an old tatty old copy and a couple of paperbacks as well in it just as a little thing and I thought oh this is like and it, that poster just sorted me out just you yeah. know crazy what's that that song lyric watch a movie to change your mood you know look at a bit of John Byrne artwork just to change your mood now that worked a treat you know I got um I got a I mean obviously I was I was ordering the books that you had got from Gosh from Gosh right so, so yeah. I, I I just I just took that sort of middleman out when I thought, well, he's got them from Gosh, I'll just go there as well. Yeah. Um, I didn't manage to get one of them, but they had the other two, and they were really quick to yeah, get in were, touch. Yeah, they were, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they were really quick to get in touch. And what was included was uh, four different little book plates, all signed. Um, well, you got so a prison planet one, didn't you? Or? Yeah, I did, yeah. Oh, so cool. I've got, a, I've got a, a Johnny Ryan signature. I've got a Jim Woodring signature. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I didn't know they had them. Why haven't I had one of them? Greg, yeah. Greg, what are you doing? <laughs> four, four different ones, and they're all limited little book plates. Oh, uh, nice. and, I got, and I got a massive, really thick newspaper that looks like an old alt weekly that says Los Angeles Times on it, and there's shitloads of people in it. Oh wow! Like the front, the front cover is Jaime Hernandez. Oh fuck! And it's like soft boy and stuff on the inside, and it's just a, it's an old weekly. There's um, Charles Burns in here. It's everything. I was just oh, like, man. I can't, I can't believe this. Um, so, on top of us doing this little experiment, I've ended up absolutely falling in love with Gosh. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> you you were in there recently, weren't you? Didn't you take a trip to London and go in there? Yeah, and yeah. I, 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 that was actually the only place I got something from as well. Yeah, I remember you actually um, ringing me and saying, why didn't you pop down to London, Tony? I miss you. Let's go for a drink. Um, uh, did that happen? No, didn't I don't it? know. No. 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 So, yeah. I, think I, was, I think I was scared you were going to meet my missus. Oh, so. that's true. That is always a worry for people that I say the wrong thing when I meet their wife. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, when I was in Spain, this really, this really like plastic surgery lady, she must have been looked about 70, but actually looked about plastic, just plastic surgery o'clock. She walked past me and stood next to me at the bar and, uh, and I said, oh, I like your green tracksuit. She had one of those really shiny green Adidas tracksuits, you know? <laughs> and she said, thank you. 
and she didn't no concept of how I was taking a piss whatsoever. <laughs> Were you though? Or yeah. did you really like that tracksuit? Five minutes later, my friend out was on the bedroom floor. <laughs> <that tracksuit. laughs> yeah, this is getting spicier. Well, it's happening. Time. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's good, right? So oh, they oh, are, I, I, you got some I was more. Gonna, you got some more. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was going to say um, my my uh, trial did not end there. <laughs> um, well, I took to I I took your tact and sort of went and checked page forty five and and okay and stuff like that, but. Yeah. I also, I like Forbidden Planet. Okay, I, I don't mind them. I, I, yeah, I was like, yeah. Yeah, I like Forbidden Planet because in my mind it's cemented as Glasgow. So I'm thinking of the Glasgow branch of it Forbidden Planet. It is a good Planet. one. Uh, shout out to Mr. Watson. Yeah, he yes. is a good one. Yeah. And I, yeah. I forget that it's a franchise and that there is other stores that aren't yeah. as good as Glasgow. Yeah, I think you've got a cracking one there, man. Yeah. Yeah, and um, so I took to online went on i actually went on a, a site to kind of um to kind of parlay between that and forbidden planet and see what actually was the the new releases because sometimes it can be a bit iffy sometimes it's like oh it's a new release and then you look at it and it was actually released a week ago okay. and it's they've, they've, they've just re-listed it kind of thing it was weird so i went on previewsworld.com and looked at the official releases for that for that week uh, and then went on to Forbidden Planet and just kind of correlated between the two lists. And I went on Forbidden Planet and looked at what covers jumped out of me. Okay. And that that was how I went about getting my three. Oh, okay. That was your sort of deciding factor, choice factor thing. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I did try an e. I did try eBay as well. Um, right. but I was just it was just a bit strange. It was kind of hard figuring out what ones were new releases and what ones were one from, I actually find, from that if you know that's the series you're talking about i actually find pre-ordering on ebay isn't too bad yes if you, if you go to the right people yeah a place a place in space are pretty yes. good for that I use yeah them, i use them for all the master of kung fu variant covers I, yes. I did it i think i pre-ordered for months and months in advance and they all arrived on time like clockwork yeah i think good. If, I think if I'd be, I think if I'd been more organised like that, I, I would have been fine. But there was a lot of covers and stuff that were on Forbidden Planet that I I didn't actually realise were variants until later. But um, yeah. that was the ones that I'd, I'd kind of found. So I did that, and uh, as you know, Tony, I ordered them back on the tenth, and oh, they're wow. still okay. they're still not in my hand. Uh, they've oh, been right. dispatched after I got in contact with them. They took my money for the comics straight away. Right. Um, didn't bother dispatching them until um, it was a day ago. And they took the money for the postage two days ago. Oh, fuck's so, sake. So that was great. Um, and different amounts from what they said as well. Uh, so I had to actually add it up in my bank account and go, oh, no, that, that does make sense. That does come to the amount. But right. you've just char charged me wrongly. You know, say it was like I don't know, seventeen pound fifteen for the comics and three pound odds for the for the thing. Well, the the postage came out at like three pound bang on, and right. the, the comics were seventeen pound whatever. You know, it was like oh, for God's sake, right? Okay, so it didn't. So that was already kind of messing with my head in the first place. But anyway, hey ho. Um, <laughs> but then obviously, you know, three days later, I get in touch with Gosh about something. Yeah, found these. I'll include this. Here's the invoice. Bang in your card details. Paid it. There you go. There's your tracking number for the next day. It's out to you. 
Yeah. You know, that was... Uh, yeah, I, ordered, then, I ordered one the same day as you ordered and it arrived two days later. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah and I... I did message Gosh today to say to them like thank you so much. Like if I if I'm needing anything from now on, I'm just gonna go to them. Yeah. Um good chat, because man. really the prices weren't really tremendously different from like buying on Amazon or anything either. Forbidden Planet tends to be a bit cheaper, doesn't it? For monthly comics. There is it, it slightly does. cheaper, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was what that was the other thing bit. as well. Yeah, mm. that was the other thing as well. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so there you go. That's my that's my exodus of trying to actually even get <laughs> comics and they're still not here i still i have read them because i've managed to source them but yeah you know I've, i don't actually have them physically in my hand I get but, you. yeah okay so let's move on to the second bit then so we're going to talk about what did we think of them so what essentially we've done is we've bought three modern comics um usually you and i talk about stuff that we sort of cherry pick from the past you know mm-hmm. so we bought three modern comics we're going to think about were they worth the money what do we think of them how did we enjoy them? Um, and we've each, uh, well, we each chose three. As to whether we've all read them, I think there might be one that's missing in action. Um, yes. Um, but we're going to start with your first one. So did you want to say what your first one was? Uh, yeah, just so give me a second to get it up here. My first pick was Punisher by Jason Aaron and, oh my God, who was the artist? Paul Assasetta and... Um, uh, who is it? And uh, Jesus says, Jesus says, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, color artist Dave Stewart, letterer VCs Corey Pettit, editor Ton Brevoort. Um, yes, variant covers by Breeden, Alex Ross, Brenjamin Sue, Fernanda <laughs> Souza, Goran Parloff, and Giada Marquisio. Obviously, got that one. Jen Bartel, John Romita Jr., oh, Klaus Janssen, and Dave Stewart. So, yeah, so we've got a raft of variant covers. Yeah, and I actually went for the Alex Ross variant. Oh, did you? Oh, nice yes. one. I've, got the, I've yes. only got the original. I think the Alex Ross variant is actually from another picture that he's done of the <laughs> the Punisher in a lineup with like other heroes at one point, and they've just oh. kind of cropped it. But I like the photo, so hmm. I do like I, I adore Alex Ross. So. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, now, I have certain thoughts about this, but I thought let's, let's hear from you what you thought about it. And, you know, so this is essentially a reboot, isn't it, of, of the Punisher? Uh, yeah, um, I mean it was all right. Uh, right. It was okay. I, ju- I, I will say something. We've mentioned the letterer there. I was a bit put off by the lettering. I don't know why. Okay. I kind of looked at it and was like, it's kind of box standard lettering, but there's just something about it. It just didn't suit the art or the layout. It just, I don't know. It just was very jarring. There's some interesting <laughs> um, box placements in it, um, and this really stuck out on the book that's missing in action which we might mention later but the um for some of them they, they're putting the, the the boxes right in the middle of panels and stuff and i didn't yeah i didn't really understand what they were doing there was it's not like they're trying to avoid a nice bit of art or something it's just sort of quite intrusive into the storytelling yeah. almost you know and they're almost like bleeding out to the edges so there's no hard line to a lot of the like corners of them or the sides right. of them and stuff and there's too much of a white border around the top or maybe some of the corners and stuff that was just a bit jarring yeah. some of the artwork some of the artwork was a bit oh i don't know I, I wouldn't even say it was a rush job i think it was just really bad uh perspectives and stuff like especially there's like guys with helmets at the start yeah um, they're very ill-fitting helmets aren't they seeming yeah I'm not quite and like sure 
the the fact to try and fit the helmet on so it now looks like the guy has a neck like a giraffe you know or stuff like that it's just i don't know it's just odd um yeah i, I wasn't taken with the artwork overall to be fair um, yeah, there's, so that, for those who don't know, there's, there's the start. It starts off with, with the artwork that I actually do r- r- really rather like by Paul Assetta, um, which is kind of an origin story. It's um, very different. It's much more um, cartooning. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of really interesting use of color in the, the sort of splashes of blood and the use of red light and dark light and stuff like that. And I thought, oh, this is really interesting stuff. But then you realize I heard it referred to as. Um, Punisher's pearls. So this is you know yeah. the, the yeah. moment where he is um, you know created almost, isn't it? Um, it's Uncle Ben all over again. Yes, it really is. Yeah, <laughs> and then they kind of do a double page spread, which is homaging um, the the classic creators of the past. You know, you got Dylan and Deck <laughs> and Miller and you know all these that, sort of people in uh, even Lee and John Rita Jr. and you know there's some interesting yeah. stuff in that. But, I mean mm-hmm. it's a it's a collage of a bunch of photos. It's like something that somebody did when they were like 15 and used it as their desktop background or the my, <laughs> yeah, or the MySpace page their MySpace page <laughs> topper. You know what I mean? I saw it, I, I I was taken with it and was like, "Oh, you know, there's loads of Punisher." And then I looked at it more and went Ah, fuck, you could do that in 10 minutes. Like, yeah, I thought it was like an advert for a Vans trainer or something, you know. Yeah. Sort of thing going on. But there's there's not an image in there that isn't iconic, I don't think, is there? It's mm-hmm. all fairly... We've seen them, They, you know, they, they're reminiscent. So, to me, they're almost trying to say new start to me. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we will talk a little bit about that. But did you want to give just a, just a very sort of brief summary of what happens I won't ask you to do this with the Batman one, actually, because I don't know what happens either. But uh, No, I was a bit confused about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but in, in sort of broad strokes, what happens in this one? The Punisher seems to be leading the hand and yes. is on some sort of mission to kill as many people as possible for some sort of sacrifice, maybe... And yeah. there's a big reveal at the end with a person from his past. Yeah, so I don't think we... I think normally we would reveal that and spoil it, but I think this is so yeah. recent. I think we might hold our, our water on that one, if you don't mind, Tom. Yeah. Because I think it is... I don't think it works. It's hard to explain why. Nope. But he's a changed man, and that relationship should not work. Nope, um, not at all. Yeah, I think, I think that's a misstep. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I'll be honest, as much as I I was intrigued and wanted to read on slightly, um, I don't think a lot of it worked. Yeah. I, th- I think a lot of it was a big misstep and was kind of reading through it going, there's not really a lot to be said here, you know. Yeah, to have one of the reasons, I'm not spoiling it, but have, to have one of the reasons why he is this killing machine and has been for years back isn't why he's doing it. Yeah, and doesn't mean then he becomes. I mean, he's always been a villain, but it means he doesn't step into working as part of an organised crime group. To me, he's he's turning his back on his, you know, twisted logic in a way. Yes. To me. Um, yeah. I have got a big theory now. If you, I know I'm talking a bit about, I'll let you talking a bit. But the, if you don't mind, <laughs> I just I've got this theory about it. Right. So, um, there has been this kerfuffle, um, about. Various groups co-opting the Punisher symbol. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So um, I think there's been some police officers in the states 
co-opting it. Who would have thought, eh? The people who actually <laughs> arrest people so that they can be punished by the courts, uh, you know, adopting the Punisher badge. How outrageous. But anyway, they, whatever you think about that, I, I don't <laughs> see it as a huge misstep. But I think there's some alt-righty sort of good old boys sticking it on the back of their, you know, pickup trucks and stuff yep. like that as well. So, yeah, so um, Marvel... In my mind, I've not heard anyone say this outside of a sort of editorial opinion. I haven't heard it by an actual person who works for Marvel, so have decided to distance themselves in some way from the symbology of the skull on the chest, which has over the years changed. You know, it's, it's been almost mm -hmm. graffiti at one point. Um, now, okay, so if you take that as a theory as to what they're doing here, it doesn't work. Because no. what they do is they put the fucking skull on the front of the comic, on the main yeah. cover. Yeah. So you got it there, you know, very beautifully, you know, drawn with the slashes in it and stuff, you know, which I'm sure someone will say, oh, that's a cool image, you know. Yep. But in order to become, let's call it more of a villain, Frank Castle gets rid of it and adopts a new skull and crossbones type thing. So he's actually putting it aside because he wants to be more evil. Yeah. So it doesn't work. It's a theory. It doesn't. Him leaving it is not valid. No. He's actually leaving yeah. the good thing behind. It's just bizarre. Also, also, let's remember that this, uh, in this iteration as well, he's leaving it behind on a podium that looks like a, a, a kind altar. of praying altar. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's like, right, if you wanted to step away from it, why would you hold it up in such high regard? <laughs> it's almost like he's left his conscience behind. Yeah. Yeah. And there is there is quite a lot of is it's, it's almost um, religious symbology in the comic. So you've mm -hmm. got the you know you've got the ancient Greek Spartan esque you know you've got the um, I mean the the hand are a sort of pseudo religious cult aren't they with the resurrection yep. stuff going on, um, and you've got that that resurrection um, um, storyline running through it, mm -hmm. and he's become like hand Jesus, hasn't he? In a way, yeah. In a way, it's um, I don't know, man. Like I, I think they're just trying to be far too much. Um, they they were kind of picking up pace throughout this thing when it was getting into just killing ninjas, ninjas left yeah. and right. Yeah, and I was like, right, here we go. This is what we're we're coming for. Yeah. But there's just far too much stuff slowing you down before getting there. And then it just grinds to a halt after that as well. It's like, oh, my God. I, I, th I think people just try to do far too much with the Punisher a lot of the time, and it just ends up becoming mired in these pseudo-symbolism things that they, they try to put in. And you end yeah. up just coming away from it going... Fucking! I just want to see him gutting somebody like a fish. Like that's that's what yeah. you go for, for for. You know, you want to see him. Get a machine. I, I still, I still, I and mean, I said this before, but I still think one of the defining moments for Frank was done by Mark Miller during Civil War, where he's taken in, to, you know, to be part of Captain America's gang, and there's a villain there, so he kills. Yes, him. so he shoots him. Yeah, and, uh, and Captain America beats that. him up, and he, Captain America shouting at him, "Why don't you hit me back?" And he's saying, "Well, because you're Captain America." Captain America. Yeah, and it's I love just that. This machine, you know. Yep. Yep. Um, what did you think of the art, man? What did you think of the main art? The main art, I just I was not into in any way, shape, or form. The, the, right. I really didn't like it at all. It, it just it just wasn't for me in the slightest. Um, it kind of looked like you remember that front cover um, to that Batman book that we discussed, that number sixty six. 
Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. It was it was kind of like that with the kind of shading and the the, the color and stuff. And yes, it was. That's very true. Actually, I can't remember who did that, but you are right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I just I'm not a I'm not a fan. It just everybody starts to look kind of bubbly. Yeah, uh, they don't they don't look like they've got any heft or weight behind them. They just they all start to look really bubbly a bit and everything. Doughy faced to me. Yeah, yeah. If it had all been like those first three pages at the start, that'd have been great. Yeah. Um, but then they just went into this really weird like almost computerized in a way it almost looks like 3d and i'm stuff and it's uh, i don't know and yeah. like there's slight hints of like homaging other parts of punisher's hi- history in in some of the poses and stuff that he does yes. i mean that first slash that he does is very john rita jr and stuff like that and yeah the, uh, the sword through the chest is very electra you know yeah electra yeah i know what you mean i just i did find some of the action quite enthralling I think there's mm-hmm. a couple of bits where I thought, you know, where he has to survive in the room. I thought, that's okay. I don't mind that so much. Um, but, yeah, you're right. I think they he has splash pages where you're thinking, why is this a splash page? You know, there's, yeah. there's, no, there's no real density to anything. I think I, I looked at it and read it and thought it's bad John Cassidy. Um, yes, yes, that's it. Yeah. Right. There's also there's also a large lack of backgrounds as yes. I'm flicking through it again here. I mean there's a couple of panels where it's like he smashed through a door and there's a there's a, a, a torture rack and a and a bucket or whatever, but the rest of the time it's just like a corner of a room or a, a, a big white space or bits of wall so you don't see any of the rest of the room or anything. You know, there's just nothing going on. I'm like I would have liked to have seen a bit more going on here. I know it's about the action, but if you're if you're trying to say that this guy's in a small apartment, you would you would be seeing everything. Yeah. You'd be seeing every every nook and cranny of the wall as he's moving around. You wouldn't just see yeah. dark spaces. I don't know. It's it, just it didn't have enough energy for me. I, I think I, I've been yeah. thinking a lot about this recently, and that you can draw, you can have the the ability to draw, you know, horses and bicycles and you know zeppelins and everything. Mm-hmm. But there needs to be something about your art that gives it that that energy and yeah. people have it for different reasons in different ways but i don't i just found this very static um yeah very. okay um the the one last thing i think we probably should bring up is i oh know i bought this i don't know if you know this tom but i've got the word mug written across my forehead whenever i'm eating anywhere <laughs> and uh <laughs> yeah um i bought this um as a it was the first comic i bought since the changeover to um amazon from Comicsology. all right uh, and it I bought it, impulse bought it, and then realised it cost me four pounds seventy nine for a digital copy. <clears throat> oh yeah. Uh, so I thought, as as I was keeping you up to date, yes. I thought um, this that can't be right. That's got to be a nonsense. It's a slightly longer issue. I think it's thirty pages or something. But you know, it's it's you know, if this was a nineteen eighty four comic, it would be four pages because you know they pack mm-hmm. it in. But the four pounds seventy nine is outrageous for what you get. So I messaged Marvel UK, Marvel on Twitter. Of course, of course, we've got nothing back um, asking them if, about it. And then I messaged um, uh, Jason Aaron's got an email th- box on his website. So I messaged him um, as I sent to you. And I got an immediate response from um, a lady whose name I won't mention, but I think she may be his assistant or something. And um, she has said he doesn't he doesn't under, he doesn't have anything to do with the pricing of comics. Um, so I replied, look, I've been reading Punisher since it started. Um, you probably lost me as a reader because of the pricing on this. And also, I think this may be a mistake because an actual physical copy from Forbidden Planet was £3.75. 
which is how much it cost you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I went and bought, I, to be fair, I couldn't tell you how much it cost from Gosh because I, I didn't separate out the receipt, but I can't imagine it was much more. So it's actually more expensive to buy a digital Amazon copy of this comic than it is, you know, by over, you know, over a quarter than it is to buy, so it's over a pound's worth than it is to buy a, a physical copy. I don't understand what's going on with the world. Of course, they never replied. Yeah. You know, they just didn't reply. I mean, she was usual. very polite, and we were both. I was very polite, and you know, she sort of thanked me for being a fan, and I thanked her, told her to thank him for writing Scout because I enjoyed it, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, it's four pounds seventy nine for that, which took me three or four minutes to read. Yep, it's madness, man. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I find, it, I find it crazy when you were sending me that. I was sitting going, I just don't know who would. Who wouldn't pay that and go? What the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I just, I could just imagine people getting finally, finally managing to navigate through Amazon and and find out what device. Yeah, try putting it, try putting Punisher number one into Amazon <laughs> these days and see what you. Oh my god! Yeah. By the way, that, that on a whole was a total nightmare. I never figured out how to actually purchase comics from Amazon uh, for <laughs> through to get it sent to either Comicsology or Kindle app. Um, right. Until last until last night, right. um, I've been trying. I've been trying to figure it since last Thursday, right. and uh, I could I could not figure it out at all. Um, I was just it was ridiculous. I did finally figure out that what I have to do on for for me anyway, uh, what I have to do is go on a browser, not yep. the app because it tells me on the app that I can't buy in, them in app buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't I can't buy them in on the Amazon app. Um, so I have to go to amazon on their website on the the browser chrome or something you know anyway right. yeah uh, pick 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 your browser people um, obviously. yes obviously um <laughs> <laughs> go on go on go on uh, that way find the title and then choose it to send it to the device of your choosing um which can either be your your phone but you have to have the kindle app um, or the comics. Actually, I never saw an option for Comicsology. I, I keep saying to the Comicsology app, but it never had that option. Okay. Um, or to send it to my Amazon Fire, which is sitting in a drawer somewhere dead. Um, but you know, it was <laughs> yeah. to get it to send to the device of your choice. I thought, right, okay, uh, that's a faff. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Um, who's going to figure that out? Uh, Most people have it knowing that it's gone from Comicsology to Amazon would just start up their app see that it isn't available to buy in the app and then go, oh, well, fuck that then, and come off. Yeah. So we are left uh, in this situation where you it's a fucking nightmare to buy comics on online. Yes. And you've actually had the worst experience I've heard of trying to buy them in a comic shop. Yeah. <laughs> what are we left yep. with? You know. Exactly. Um, well, apparently we're left with getting them from the other side of the country. <laughs> exactly. You know. oh. Um, Another, oh, yeah, it's the other side of the country for you, isn't it? I think it was page 45, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Almost, uh, well, almost, even, almost. You have to go out of the country to get them. Yeah, yeah. Even, even then, you know, page forty-five. Oh, I have to go five hours away just to get them. <laughs> like what? Um, but obviously, that then leads to, like, I I bought them, and I obviously wasn't going to get them in time for us being able to talk about them. So I did the thing that I we, said we, I wasn't going to do. We experimented and looked and saw that you can find them. You I can find them in the other, other yeah. yes, in other ways. Um, now, granted, obviously, I had bought it, so I felt slightly less guilty 
getting it in a means that was free. Yeah. Um. So I, I you know, I actually own it, but um, it just it just feels so wrong. It feels so wrong yeah. cheating the no, creators I, that way. I worry about those sites because I suspect they're probably full of fucking trojans and all that sort of thing, aren't they? You know. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what I was saying to you. You know, you, you run the risk if you, if you do want to get it, you you've got to get malware, adware, uh, virus protection. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck, you've got to get everything. You know, you've got to get um, uh, boosted against chlamydia, everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they will just they'll try and give you everything when you go on those kind of sites and you get pop-ups like mad and everything it's like oh my yeah. god um i did find one i'm not going to promote it but i did find one that was fairly easy but even that didn't have everything right um and even then it took a while to find because obviously because i'd seen the alex ross cover i hadn't seen the original cover oh of course yeah well um there is that is the problem with variants and we come across one in a minute when we talk about your your yeah. other your other one because yes. uh, that combo oh combined it twice um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's gutting. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so yeah, there is other means of getting it. But please, I implore everybody, if you have to buy, if you have to get a comic in any way that is not buying it, then please buy it when you do have the money. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, 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 I managed to source a run and then proceeded to buy the run today you know i then yeah. found it and was like oh I'll, I'll just buy it because it's nice to have it as well put it on your knee read it you know yeah exactly yeah. but I'd, I'd i also felt the whole thing of like i've read it now regardless if i'd liked it or not i'm still going to support them like it's, it's, i find that i find that dirty just yeah. it's, it's different when it well it's not different it's not different when it comes to like music or, or movies or something but there's something in our heads that seems to rationalize that maybe less so these days but it did for a very long time yeah i used to see um, people like, like raging on on uh on twitter you know and stuff as they a lot yeah. of want to do about you know don't pirate comics you know it's you know yes comic you know um piracy's killing comics and all this sort of thing and then they go oh by the way have you seen i've, I've watched the whole of boba fett what did you think yeah. like, that's not out in the uk yet you knob yeah you know yep but there's there's also the added thing that i've heard people speaking about which is you know sometimes the only way to read some comics is that way because they're so out of print yeah they're over, way overly priced now there's no way of getting them at all with it without spending a small fortune um, so the only way to read them, especially like old collections and stuff, and that is to pirate them. Yeah, you know what I mean. I've, I know, I know well-known comic artists and writers that speak about comics who have had to pirate comic books. Yeah, and obviously they're against it, but they're like, that's the only way I can get it. I think 2008 in the states is a good example of that. You yeah, know, if you're doing yeah, a yeah. podcast or you're talking about them online, how do you how do you find them? You just can't find yeah. them over there. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Also, we will be in my second choice. We'll be talking about. I know we've taken ages on this one, but the um, is I'll be talking about how I wish they had actually pirated it because they got all the facts wrong <laughs> about the particular character they chose to, to do because he was cool. Um, okay. Let's because uh, it's not one of these ones that's on comics Marvel Unlimited. It's one of the ones that's still missing. You know. Oh, so okay. I wouldn't have had a chance. Okay, let's so let's move on to my my first choice. So my first choice. Now I'd like to caveat this one with, I I have this in my pool list, but I hadn't read the first two issues. But I took the decision to go with the ruling that I'd set in my head and just read it because it's the one that I picked out at random, and I've chosen Ant number three, 
mm-hmm. um, which is an image book. It's um, by Eric Larson, story art color. Mike Torres did flats. Jack Morelli did letters. Joss Eichhorn just says 55% alcohol by volume. That means. <laughs> <laughs> and it's based in part on the work of Mario Gully, who I know we both took a huge dive on to find mm-hmm. out about. He's got quite an interesting history. So Ant is a female superhero who has um, memory, mental problems. Um, her name is Hannah Washington. Now, when I opened this, I thought, oh, is this a, is this a homage to um, um, to Miller's Washington? Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Yeah, uh, it's not. It, it's no. just a nice coincidence because I, in my head, I sort of was conflating the fact that this was actually Miller's work, you know, an homage to Miller, but it was um, probably would have been drawn around the time of the Ferrari round thought bubble. And I thought, oh, maybe this is just a little nod to uh, Mr. M, to the goat. But uh, no, maybe not. Um, It's an extremely confusing and convoluted story um, about how this comic came about happening. Um, It's, I have to caveat this by saying I absolutely love Larson's work. I, I will buy anything he does, which is why I bought these comics. I still haven't read the first two. Um, and I, Savage Dragon is a comic that I rec- recommend regularly on the ACP. Once a year, I make a point of recommending it because I think it is actually really good. Sadly, the next two issues have been delayed because I think he's busy working on Ant. Yeah. Um, I didn't read Ant in its previous incarnation when Mario Gully um, made it, which has an interesting history, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, and... But this book is a mishmash of a number of things. So he describes it in in the back matter as he wanted to create a new book with a new look whilst using the previous ant material as a touchstone. Mm. So, As a touchstone as opposed to completely just replicating every panel and, and page. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's also... Uh, uh, also elements of it come from when he was drawing Spawn. So Larson drew and wrote mm. Spawn for a while, a very short amount of time. But he uses that story in here as well. Yep. Um, uh, but before we get into the gully stuff, what did you think of it, man? I I wasn't expecting to like it because I don't actually usually enjoy Eric Larson's work. Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry to him, but I've just yeah. not really got into Savage Dragon. And uh, I'm not a massive fan of th- that kind of school of folks that really pull heavily from Jack Kirby um, like Romita Jr. and Miller and um, Larson like I just I don't know it doesn't do anything for me usually but then you know this I was sufficiently confused yet intrigued as to where the hell this was going that (laughs) the the art didn't really matter and a lot of the pages and stuff were laid out really nicely yeah, and I thought there was a lot going on, and there wasn't really details skipped at any point. And I thought, oh, this is good. I'm enjoying this. I mean, it was a bit, you know, tits and arse a lot of places, but yeah, and that's not usually the kind of thing I would read either. But I got, I don't know, it just kind of hooked me somehow. And um, I don't know what the hell was going on for this issue three. Um, <laughs> You know, she all of a sudden ended up in an ant costume fighting somebody and then, hey, hey, they were spawn. I'm like, what? what's going on? Um, but it made a wee bit more sense when I suddenly then got issues one and two. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and read them as well. Um, 
And then obviously you dive into the, the back matter where Larson's um, chatting in the letters pages about how it came about and stuff as well and, and speaking about Mario Gully and where he pulled some of the panels and pages from and it's like, right, this there's something more to this, you know. Um, so I think if if you read this and then read Larson's bits at the back, I've, I feel you would probably, you know, not having known nothing about this at all in the slightest, yeah, I feel okay, you would yeah. probably fall down that rabbit hole as well. It's quite interesting. Yeah, it it's was. Almost, yeah. It's almost like an extra mystery on top of the whole comic and the story. Yeah, and it um, appeals to me as well, I think you as well, and, and a couple of people we know. You, you almost have to research it a bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So for the, let's talk a little bit about Mario, because for the, for those that don't know it, Mario Gully, um, he, he's an American dude, and he um, he created it in 2004 with Arcana Studios, and it ran for four issues. Um, it then carried on into Image Comics and ran 11 issues, but um, he got arrested for street robbery, and he got sentenced to prison. This is how he thought of the story originally. So, the, yeah. the, trust me, this the, it's a bit more of this. So, in 2012, um, sorry, no, it wasn't then, but pr- previous to the first issue coming out, he got sentenced to prison for street robbery. And whilst there, he was actually he's actually not a bad artist. You know, he's good. He mm-hmm. um, he saw an ant crawl in through the cells of the window, and that in, apparently inspired him to do this create this create this comic. And um, he came out, and he ended up getting arrested again later on for street robbery again um all comes through he lost a load of money and he was in a car crash and if you hear him talk about it you know that he, he needed the money i think yeah. to be honest there are other ways not everyone has to you know revert to robbing a person in the street because they crashed <laughs> their car but um he, he sold it to eric larson now, he describes eric larson in his own words as uh, his mentor who yeah. um some other people had interfered and forced him to fall out with but it sounds like eric larson stuck by him and yeah, he it bought, does. He bought this off him, um, and then, then he came out and created a character called Bug, which just looks like Ant but with bigger eyes, mm-hmm. um, as well. Um, it's been called previously online as a sexploitation character. I think I'm not sure if that's true. There, there were some pages that I know if you go far enough back that he had a disagreement with Larson over because it basically had him. I think some woman was being eaten out by a man. It was very sort of close up. Um, and I yeah, think right. Larson used the phrase likely to end the comic up on the porn shelf if we'd included that page. Um, <laughs> so Larson has taken it over. That He finished the run, the original, the last run, um, I think with issue 12 or 13, and then he started his own run. He sort of rebooted it into this series. And there's a sort of discovering themselves, memory lost. But he does use obviously material from the issue of spawn he was one of the issues of spawn he did i think that's going to continue into the next issue and he also he also reworks a lot of gully's pages gully's very 90s a lot of his pages have that sort of chick laying down with a bum in the air kind of look to it and stuff like that a lot of the you know the edge of the pants up you know i know you're a big fan of the the jean shorts in the summer but you know she seems to sort of pull her pants up either side of it you know maybe it's just for comfort um so there's a bit of that in it, but um, yeah, he sort of reworks it and it's become quite this thing. I'm not sure, to be honest, um, how much it sells. I, I was a bit disappointed when I found out it wasn't Martha Washington, but the yeah, it, there's a lot of it's well done. She is a sexy character. Um, I don't think there's any any and things do happen where and some of the dialogue is a little. I'm going to say a little bit janky. Yeah, she, she punches someone in the balls and says, "Here's your cancellation prize," and you know this sort of thing. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's okay. It, it was, looks nice. It was, 
Yeah, it was it was action packed enough that it kept the pace going. I think yeah. as well. Um, even at bits when they kind of stopped and and she had to kind of wander out in the street and whatnot, it it it, it flowed well. I was I was really interested. It, this really like I cannot stress enough. This really isn't my bag at all, and right. yet I was so intrigued by it. Like you you had said to me, um, just as a warning. Uh, Ant is a real head scratcher. <laughs> yeah, I did deny yeah. it. Like, yeah, yeah, and I was like, all right, okay. And then I, I came away from it being like, yeah, it is. And I, th- I think just uh, that on top with you saying that, I was like, yeah, this is, this is. There's something more to this. What's, what's going on? And then obviously Larson talking about everything with Mario Gully. But I also heard that the character of Ant is based on his daughter. Oh and right, okay. The picture right. of his daughter. There's a picture of Gully and his daughter together. And Gully, uh, Gully's daughter does look very much like her. Like, it's, it's really, oh, okay. she looks so much like which just makes it more weird. <laughs> that she's like this yeah, weird true, symbol. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. oh. And I'm sure the guy that's, you know, he's got hearts coming from this little bubble as he's looking at her arse, he looks very much like Gully. And oh, I was like, it's okay. just weird. It's like, it's so strange. But it was something to do with her. It was something to do with his daughter. Um, and there is that, in there is that kind of aspect in the first couple of issues of Ant as well, um, of this of this run, um, the Larson run where he's he's got a, a a father and daughter and the father kind of looks like Gully at that point and right. um, and the and the daughter kind of looks like his daughter and I think the fact that it morphs into this sex thing, yeah, but look, yeah it's just I mean even Larson does reduce the sex thing doesn't he if you look at some yeah, of the original pages it's not as sort of t and a it's just larson really i kind of yeah, i kind of really like I, I have to say if every so often i dip back in and, in and out of spawn and try and read an issue and it's just a sort of colorful mess that my eyes don't understand but <laughs> i would i would think if larson was drawing it i'd def i'd be all over spawn at the moment yeah um i i, I maybe if i find something i might gift you a good Savage Dragon issue to see what you think, man, because okay. it's, I think it's Savage Dragon's got this reputation of being, oh, he's just carrying on with what he did in the 90s, isn't he? You know, but it's mm. actually a much more sophisticated adult. You know, there's almost like a titillation thing going on. There's quite a lot of horror going on in it. Um, right, okay. it's, it's very bouncy. It's very, like we talked about a minute ago, you know, the difference between this comic and the last one we talked about, The Punisher, this has got a real energy to those punches mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, it's not like a, just a snapshot, you know, someone's taking a photograph and put it on a page, you know. So mm-hmm. there's something going on. Yeah, it's, that's um, a weird one, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, he's laced enough questions and stuff throughout it as well to keep you going like, oh, what's, it, what's he talking about? I didn't feel... Sometimes when comics do this, where they go like, "Where am I? What am I doing? Nothing makes sense." Blah blah blah. That you kind of go, oh, <laughs> "Fucking hell, this again." You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. I think maybe he kind of overdid it, which made it more interesting. Um, there was a lot more of that. There was about four pages, five pages of, of her just saying that. You know, what's going on? What's happening? I know this guy, but why do I know this guy? This yeah. kind of stuff. And because it went on for so long, I then was going, "Well, come on, tell us what's happening." You know, yeah. and. I could feel myself getting into it and thought, well, he's he's done he's done a good job there. He's made somebody who wouldn't ever go for this kind of stuff fall down a rabbit hole, you know. So yeah. he's he's done his job, and for what three ninety nine or something like that. How much was it? Yeah, you might be right. How much is it? I'm got it. What have done with it? It's here. Uh, yeah, three ninety nine dollars. Yeah, 
I mean, that's not bad. Yes. Well, these days it's all right, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I got I got it for I got it for um, slightly cheaper from page forty five. Okay. Um, which I was actually quite impressed by, to be honest. Um, yeah. But you know that was. Uh, yeah, I think to to read an issue three of something and then go, well, I must read one and two. <laughs> like yeah. it's clearly done its job, you know. Um, I think that's what we miss. I used to enjoy just jumping into a random issue yeah. of a series I wasn't reading, and then thinking, yeah. oh, I quite enjoyed that. I'm going to go, go, I'm going to go and try and find the back issues, mm-hmm. you know, rather than wait for the trade or something. You know, I used to enjoy that. I'm just trying to think of something, you know, Justice League of America or something, you know, that, that I bought, and I thought, oh, I'll go back and buy the last few issues. I quite like that. But yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. This is um that that's been something from all of this that has kind of reignited in me is is I think the majority of these did spark a oh I kind of want to see what happens like yeah even that even that Punisher one like as yeah. much as I sound sound like I didn't enjoy it I am kind of going well I want to see issue two like I've I've made the effort of issue reading issue one I kind of want to see issue two yeah. you know well, it's an interesting um, concept that man because what you're talking about there is the the issue of the difference between a trade reader and a, a Wednesday warrior mm-hmm. and. Um, you, I, as much as the next man, I enjoy a, you know a good self-contained story. I can sit down and read in one go. But there is very much something for me of buying my comics from a comic shop and then going for a coffee and reading the new issue of this and that, you know, yeah, and just keeping up to date with them. Um, yes, it's, it's a very different reading experience. I think maybe the Wednesday Warrior thing is falling behind on. I think possibly, you know. yeah. Well, considering how. Fucking hard it is to get them, no wonder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right, let's move on to the next one. So this is a okay. choice of yours, um, your second one. Um, now, just to caveat, I bought, I have this comic on my pull list, so it comes in every week. I'm reading it every month. I'm reading it every month. I think this was twice monthly at one point recently, um, mm-hmm. if not now. Um, there are variant covers to it. So I basically, I went to Gosh, had a coffee, met a buddy. We walked down to Forbidden Planet. I saw another cover for this, and I thought, "Oh, I haven't got that comic because my mind is programmed to to sort comic." I can't remember fucking my wife's birthday, but I can remember which issue of you know Elongated Man I bought in nineteen eighty three. But <laughs> so I thought, "I don't have that comic. I must have missed it in my pool list." So I picked it up. So I got home and realised I had two copies of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, instantly I spent that much in gosh, and then I spent another forty quid in Food and Planet because I bought my mate a present as well, but. Yeah, so it wasn't a cheap day. <laughs> so, Having a good time with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what, what did, what did, what was your second choice, mate? It was Detective Comics number one zero five six, and it was with well, the one that I picked was the Lee Bermejo. Oh, um, that's the cover. second one I bought. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I know there is another cover that's got like a. Almost like a photograph. Of yeah, like a I don't Harley. understand how the people can say it's not a photograph. Yeah, it's um, it's a photograph on top of a drawing. Yes. Um, uh, now, I had a chat with Al Henderson about this, and I've been reading. We both read Detective Comics. I think we've both been reading Detective Comics for pretty much fifty years. And uh, well, no, he's that's because he's not fifty. But the um, <laughs> and I didn't realise that the 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 Holly, the Harley, sorry, on the cover is not the real Harley, but I think in this issue she kind of says she is. I don't really know what's going on. But I'm not going to be horrible here, Tom. I kind of see Harley as being a bit better looking than this. Uh, yeah, well, that's what I would have thought. <laughs> 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 it's a bit kind of like, what? What's, that's not... What's happening? 
<laughs> I thought it was like a, when I saw that cover, I, I didn't. I thought that was a variant. I thought it was one of those, you know, um, cosplay. cosplay. Yeah, get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn dynamite, yeah. But um, but no, I so genuinely because well, this isn't the first time she's appeared on the cover. I genuinely thought when oh, I right. saw it the first time, it was part of um, Pride Month. Oh, okay, if you see what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's what well, I thought the it was. Co- the color scheme is like that as well. It's yeah. kind of like the flag. I mean, good on them, but you know, that's what I thought it was. But it, I think it's a drawing over the top of a photograph. That's, it uh, certainly seems like it. Yeah. Um, but it's weird, uh, weird last toe, isn't she? I don't know if I like that. <laughs> I don't know what the the subtitle is because there's like forty subtitles. Oh, there um, isn't there? Yeah, there's uh, on on the front cover we've got taking me back, but we also have. Uh, oh no, sorry. Yeah, that says also featuring. I never noticed the also featuring. Oh, yeah. I just I just saw it. It says House of Gotham, and thought, oh, is that? But there's there's Shadows of the Bat up there as well. So we've got Batman Detective Comics, Shadows of the Bat, also featuring House House of Gotham, and then the main title taking me back, and, and then the Batman the only Batman. in theaters. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 But hey ho, um, and then it opens obviously to a, a, an advertisement straight away. If you've got a digital copy like me, you got to that second page and went. Wait, is this written by Brian Michael Bendis? And then you went, nope, that's an ad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, true. Yeah, because uh, yeah. it was about four pages before you got to the credits, obviously, as usual. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which was writer Mariko Tamaki, um, artist. Was it? It's I'm, hard I'm, to I'm read, in, isn't it? I'm, yeah, I'm in C. Um, Nahulpan. and uh, colors by Jody Blair, letters by Ariana Maher. Um, and cover Irvin Rodriguez. Yeah, there's, there so that's a variant. Saliba Mayho, Jorge Fornes. Oh, there's a Fornes one. Oh, yeah, we like him, don't we? Ooh, yeah. Um, and the editor is Paul Kaminsky. Paul Kaminsky. Uh, Paul Kaminsky? Abinab- I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know Paul Kaminsky. Nah, it's editors for you these days, isn't it? A lot of them you don't. Okay. Not, not really big, big players. Yeah, now I've been reading this. Um, it seems to just sort of go around in circles. At first, I thought, oh, this is quite a good idea. So that sort of Arkham is in a tower in the middle of Gotham and various people have infiltrated it and Huntress has now got superpowers and Robin turns up and then someone turns up at the end and saves them all. That's my summary <laughs> of what happens. Yeah, that is, that is exactly what happens. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I didn't know what was going on. Didn't have a clue. From, from the very start to the very end, I was going, right, there punching some clown guys they're all speaking to each other but they're not and is Harley this Quinn... bit, is she fucking dreaming this bit yeah, yeah. so uh, i'm sure you know, night wings are chucked out a window by Scarecrow. what looks like which but well, no it looks more like the dreaming than scarecrow but hey oh yeah it's true yeah, it does um, yeah 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 and then doesn't and yep and then batman <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like right. Okay. It sounds like the sort of plot that um, the bloke in Napoleon Dynamite would describe. Yeah, Whilst, you know oh. his brother when he's in a chat room. <laughs> ah, Batman. The um, <laughs> I know Geordie Blair's a, a very well thought of colorist, and I'm sure she's won some Eisners and all that sort of thing. But I didn't like the coloring in this. It's sort of they're no, trying to sort awful. of do the the lighting in a place where the, the you know the, you know the typical oh the emergency lighting's now come on. You know, because the yes. you know, the power's been cut, and but they they do it in all different colours. At one point yep. it's green, then point then one point's sort of orangey red, and blue. Um, yeah, and then blue. Yeah, and it's just sort of a bit weird. I don't really get it. I did think that the, some of the best art in it was the um, the art for the World's Finest and the art for War for Earth Three. I quite like the art on those. 
but the actual mm. iron it was so you can give i can take it or leave it it's another classic i mean i know they've just all spoilers you know doctor strange is dead and clear has taken over the, his mantle um that where they don't have the characters that are currently appearing in the movie so there's about a yes. the movie out at the moment um and batman's not in it to the last page and he hasn't been in it for months um, yes. i know there are other, other batman stories out there um and the um Lieber Mayho cover doesn't make any sense because it's not no. what happens. Nope, not at all. And mm. I think I would have ended up getting that and going, "What?" Is Batman? Like, Batman's holding Robin, and they, uh, in in it looks like there's been an explosion. Everyone's dead. I just I just don't get it. And also, I don't understand why the psycho pirate's there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw him. I saw him in the first thing. I went, "It's a psycho pirate, isn't it?" Did a yeah. quick Google and went, "Yeah, it's a psycho pirate." And then they say it at the end, which I was like, Why "Yeah, he's been in a couple of issues. Yeah, he's part of the sort of the thing that's going on." But yeah. Um, I'm just sort of glad. I'm just waiting for it to be over so I can go back to Batman solving bank robberies and stuff. You know, you know, like they used to in the 1930s. Oh, um, just... But the yeah, it's just I don't know and what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. And then there was that House of Gotham thing as the backup story. Oh my god! I, this... I read the first two panels and thought, oh, "Fucking life's too short." Is this the new thing now? Is it because they've increased the price? They yeah. put like a longer story in with it or something? Yeah, that's the idea. So, you know, it depends what it is. It was Girls of Gotham or something, wasn't it, at one point? Um, right, okay. I'm, I'm just it's... not interested in reading that, you know. Yeah. Um, but this was just, I mean, the art was okay, I guess. Yeah. Mm, yeah, it's more mm, in with the sort of, you know, it had that, there's a touch of the year ones about it, isn't there? You yeah, know, we were. Somewhere along that line. But the, um, I did think the art was a bit all over the place in the main one, and, and I didn't really think the dialogue was particularly convincing. And the story is just like drawn out and goes around in circles. So uh, yeah. I didn't yeah. know why I didn't know why Harry Archie was having a go at <laughs> Batman, but hey ho, yeah, you know. True. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was kind of looking at it, going, "Archie, mate, where the hell's Veronica? Get back on game, you know what I mean?" But yeah, it was just weird. I mean, that there was more Batman in that backup story than there was in the actual main title. Yeah. I was like, what? And ugh, I mean, Huntress is in it. I have no interest in Huntress at all. Yeah. And they're so out of costume, a lot of these people, all the time. You kind of, and the, the art changes and swaps about so much. You're kind of fucking trying to work out who's who half the time. Yeah. Um, has he got pants again? I can't tell. But, um, I think he has, hasn't he? I think he's back to yeah. pants. Have they, have, have they went back to that? Has Superman and Batman got pants again? Yeah. I, I saw a discussion. About with between Eric Larson and Rob Liefeld on the social medias the other day about when did Batman get proper pouches before when it was Apro and all these apparel and all, you know and Adams he had sort of capsules didn't he that things it yeah expand out of. and uh, <coughs> I think they were saying that maybe it was the nineties when they gave him these proper pouches you know uh, well Adam West had proper pouches didn't he oh did he oh I think he yeah, I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure he had proper pouches. Um, and they just kind of steal little bits from here and there now, don't they? I mean, I, he has the lo- he has the logo like Keaton in this, technically. Yeah, I bought the um, the Adam West box set the other day. The oh, Blu-ray. nice! I must get around to watching it. Yeah, that was amazing. But, Good stuff. Uh, yeah, that was just that was nothing. I mean, <sighs> once again, though, mate. I mean, Batman showed up at the end, and I went, "Oh, read the next one, I guess." Have a look. <laughs> <laughs> it no, makes for a good trade read. I read the first three or four issues in one go because I think they were coming out bi-weekly okay. at least or something. So I read them all in one go, sitting waiting, in having a coffee, waiting for my son. And uh, they, that was kind of not a bad read. But when you're reading okay. it here and there, you kind of forget oh, what's happening now. They're still in this tower, you know. 
think DC's pretty good at that, though, where you don't really have a clue what is going on nowadays. I mean, it used to be that you would pick up one and you 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 kind of could figure out what was happening, whereas now you pick it up and go, oh, I've got no clue. Yeah. Like, it's now almost forcing you to try and buy the back issues to try and figure out what's going on or buy the trades or whatever, which, do they succeed most of the time in that or are most people just going to drop yeah, it? I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm not sure. And I know, not, I mean, Detective will get a trade, but I know <laughs> some of them don't get trades anymore, don't they? Yeah. Um, how um, how long's Tamaki been on Detective now? Oh, uh, oh, I don't know. Well over a year, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. I can't. I couldn't remember. I knew she was. I knew she was on it, but I just. I couldn't. I couldn't remember. Couldn't remember when she went on it. Yeah. I just think some of these new writers are scared of writing the main character because they don't have the knowledge of the backstory. Sometimes I'm not specifically saying that about Tamaki, but I think certainly some of them. Um, yeah. We'll get that in a second, actually, around the X X Law. Um, hmm. Okay, so moving on uh, to my second choice is Sabretooth, issue two. Um, I did read the first issue of this when it came out, and so it was kind of a nice surprise when I picked this one out. I have this one. You have this one, good, yeah. It's in my yeah. hands. You can maybe maybe hear the pages. <laughs> there you go. Um, Victor Lavelle wrote it. Leonard Kirk drew it. Uh, the colorist is Rain Burrito. VCs Corey Pettit again lettered it. Uh, Tom Mueller did the design. Um, there's a couple of different... Um, I think Ryan Stegman and JP Mayer and Frank Martin did the cover variant it was by Dustin Weaver I like Dustin's stuff um, and the editor was Jordan D. White um, it's it's a very much it's not it is a, I mean it's just you think it's a solo book it's not it's very much entrenched in the new X-Men uh, status quo um, basically in issue one Sabretooth was sentenced to a prison, so he was kind. Of, it's, it, don't get confused because there's also a prison story going on in Marauders at the moment as well um, <laughs> by um, Zeb Wells. But the this he gets sentenced to be so, the, so roots come up from the earth and Krakatoa drags you down and you become part of the prison. Um, so he was the first person to be imprisoned. Um, the council gathered together in this second issue and they um, sentenced five more people. Is it five? Was it four? Five. Uh, it? five. Cool. Um, Necra, Madison, yeah, Jeffries, Oya, Melter, and Third Eye sentenced for crimes by um, Z- uh, Xavier and um, Magneto. Xavier and Magneto, and they are. Um, it, you don't. You kind of begin to discover what the crimes are, and and, and the fact that some of them are, are just don't seem to be bit that big a crime. For example, yeah. Melter gets sentenced because he was, he was, his powers are always going wrong, so he practices on a rock on the island. Of course, the rock is a mutant because Krakatoa is the island, so he gets yeah, sentenced. Yeah. Um, there's it's an interesting one. Now, there's a it opens with a quote by Frederick Douglass. So I, I didn't I knew who he was. I didn't know much about Frederick Douglass, but he's a 19th century abolitionist um, who escaped from slavedom, which got me thinking themes wise for this book and i think that's a slightly pompous and high and mighty quote to stick at the front of a book that's about the x-men <laughs> yeah. but the, i can see there's kind of almost like a well-meant reason for it mm-hmm. in that they are uh, in a way being enslaved you know because we, we we discover spoilers in this book that they they, they end up going to this prison and then they realize they're actually in a hell run by the king of hell, which is Sabretooth. Sabretooth's got that sort of Mephisto seat in hell, and he's he's chasing them about, and all these different versions of him are you know uh, torturing them. Mm-hmm. But then you discover halfway through the book that 
it's in his head. He's controlling it through his sort of force of personality, and then <coughs> the world changes. Um, and it's to me, I don't know what you thought, but I thought this was kind of a backdoor team book. It ends on a t- as a team. Yeah, it does. Um, actually, ends with the, them all grouped around what looks like. I mean, it's got the the ex helmet all in bits because obviously it's it's meant to be them going after. Is it is, is it Xavier? Yeah. I was thinking, why is Xavier wearing a big fucking helmet? He um, I don't know. But but anyway, yeah. uh, with that at the bottom, it almost looks like they would be almost around a table, like an Avengers type table. You yeah. know what I mean? Like just the way it's set out. I was looking at it like. Oh, is that a, is that an A or an X? Oh yeah, no, it's, it's an X. Yeah, it's a bit yeah. like that table. So there, there is a table they sit around that when the, you know, when the, 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 the sort of heads of the island sit around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the other, the other sort of part of the story is there's a character called Mole who has only appeared in a few Marvel comics. I think he was in X Factor, off the top of my head. Now, um, there's, there's one of, the, one of the, the guys is called Third Eye, and he's, just, he can sort of, he's the one who sort of figured out this fake environment. And he's travelled up to the world above, which is where the X-Men are. And he, the person he's found is Mole, who's this fucking skanky, rude... I think Lavelle tries to write him like the Dustin Hoffman character from uh, Midnight Cowboy. All right. You know, almost like, I'm walking here, what you do, mm-hmm. and this sort of thing, you know. Um, he actually says that. He says, I'm, hey, I'm walking here. Yeah. Um, seems <laughs> a little bit on the nose. but he, um, So Mole has this weird power <laughs> where he can dig through things and he transports the stuff he's digging through from in front of him to behind him. That's his kind of mutant power. So he's very much sort of Z-level mutant kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but at one point, there, there's a, there's, as with all the Xbox, there's little text pages, you know, sort of heavily designed. He talks about um, how he competed with Angel for Opal's love. Now, they, yep. Angel, that was back when they were in X-Factor. Well, that's not right. He competed with Iceman. Uh. Yeah, which is an interesting um, change. And I think the reason is maybe uh, Mr. Lavelle didn't get a chance to research it because those X Factor issues aren't on Marvel Unlimited. Is it not also yeah. because did they not do a, make a big song and dance about Iceman having come out or something like that? Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe there's a bit of sort of retro. I th- yeah, I thought there was yeah. a whole thing of like recently yeah. they were like, oh, yeah, he's gay. I wonder whether they're going to sort of change the. Backstory. I hope not, you know, because he still went out with women, didn't he, before he that's, sort of confessed yeah, that's it a bit or, of, or confessed That's a bit of revisionist history. Yeah, like. that's true. So there's Ooh. there's an involvement with him. Um, and there's see, the thing is with all the X-Books is you get these little um, echoes of future past, I'm going to call them, you know, like, like little designs. And this appeared in a poster, I think, that he was going to lead a team. Mm. Um, and so this is the what you've got here. And they're, they're an interesting team of sort of very good guys and... Necras, you know, the sort of bird you wouldn't put it in, you know, because you never, <laughs> as Dan tells me, you never put it in crazy. But the, um, it's an okay book, man. I actually, I like, I like the art in it. I think, um, Leonard Kirk can draw a comic, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's very, it's not just meat and potatoes, but it's good storytelling, you know, it's, it's very Sal Buscema, you know, it's very sort of, you know, it just tells a story and there's, there's no sort of stupid splash pages like we got in a Punisher book. Uh, what are your thoughts? So, tell me, what are your thoughts on it? This is actually the only one I wouldn't continue on with. Oh, but right, okay. Yeah, but you are right that the art is solid, it's nice, yeah. and the pages are, are laid out nicely as well. Um, I'm making note of that after us speaking about 
the Punisher one and things just sort of sitting in the middle and stuff. There's a couple that were just kind of plonked on top, but right. pre- predominantly, you know, it looks like a comic. It doesn't look like somebody just messed about in Photoshop and threw yes, some pages together. Good point, man. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's it's good, but I don't know, man. I just I sometimes think that there's just far too many X books, and <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what is it? Are the is it the end of this one or something? It's like it gives you like a release chart. Yeah, the thing, the next there's... thing to read. Yeah. Um, oh my god, mate! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And they're all out within like the space of two weeks. That's nothing, man. Yeah, there'll be other books as well. You've got the unlimited books, and yeah, yeah. mental, absolutely mental. And then you've got Night of X. You've got the Night of X. Um, yes. Advert in the back of it. Yep. yep God, bit, bit. what has Teeny Howard done to that team? I don't know. Oh, I God. just, I, I don't under, I don't understand why there's so many fucking X books. That was the one thing that I noticed through Previews World as well, going through it. That and um, Forbidden Planet was there was just tons of X books, loads of. Wolverine variants and yeah. uh, loads, obviously loads of Punisher variants, but there was just tons of X books that were advertised over multiple weeks, and it was like, I just, I, I wouldn't be able to afford to keep up. No way. Yeah, it's difficult, man. No way. And it, they're finding the time to read them. Never mind buy them all. You know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. I was, um, but yeah, overall, I was a bit, I was surprised with this Sabretooth one. One that there was a text page. I was yeah. going, wait a minute, have I suddenly, has somebody been reading a bit of John Porcelino? What's going on? <laughs> um, so, yeah, there was a, there was yeah, the Hickman text kind of sat, all, sort of started all that design stuff and, yeah. you know, yeah. The, de- the design layout for a, like the credits page and everything with the big, the big X and, and all the little bits with the characters and stuff, it's very Metal Gear Solid sort of stuff on the go like the video game thing so i think somebody's just taken well i think if you go back to hickman's early stuff like nightly news and stuff there's you can see the echoes of it there even really right i think he's very much into that design thing i find it a little bit intrusive i think there's too much of it because it's obviously cutting down on pages that i'd rather see comics art on yeah Um, but um i've kind of got used to it um and i don't always read it all i'll be honest with you um, no, I don't. I don't. I don't blame you. I, I, yeah. I kind of. I skimmed the, the text page with logbook mole. I was like, right, get the cliff points. There we go. That's <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm also always put off by when they change Xavier and make him walk about and stuff. I'm always like, what is going? What, what are you doing? Yeah. Putting a big fuck off helmet on him. I actually, when I saw that image, thought it was um, Cyclops. Cyclops. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. And then it was like, oh. You know, he's speaking to him saying Eric, and I'm going, oh, that's for Xavier, isn't it? Fuck yeah. me. Um, so is it like he's walking around with just a cerebral constantly on his head? I think now? so. I think that's the right. idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Actually, actually, of everyone, I find Magneto the, the most interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I've always I've always sort of quite liked him as a character. Yep. You know, this sort he's of, a good uh, design. Yeah, he looks great with that sort of white, silvery costume. I think it looks great. I'm Did not really an action figure buyer, but I think they've brought out one of that, and I actually consider it just to have it to fanny around with on your desk, you know? Yeah, he had that white costume way back when it was uh, <sighs> fuck. Um, when they were doing the whole time travel thing with the the young X Men, yes, with the old yeah, X Men with what, the Bendis stuff, yeah, Bendis, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he had the white then, didn't he? I think you're right, man. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, if not, definitely yeah. sort of light grey or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just, I just find him sort of. Uh, I suppose that sort of bad dude part of him, I find really interesting. You know, and I've always liked him. I don't know the 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 
the path they're walking down for this is almost they're making the X-Men bad guys. Yeah, yeah, it seems like, it seems like they're trying to make them... I sort of sense that, you know, and I, I think yeah. when, you know, when you know, in a couple of years when they, someone decides, oh, let's reboot the X-Men again, this is going to be a hard trip to walk back from. Yeah, um, it's it's like they're trying to make them, make all of them think that they're a, a superior race of some sort and yeah. they're just going to come and, like, wipe everybody out as opposed to just, you know, the, the usual thing of... Magneto and his lot being superior and Xavier and everybody else being we should live together, you know. Um, yeah. they're now they're now just going for the fuck I, this. It's mutants against everyone else, you know. It's like, oh man. <laughs> I, f- I find the parallels to Israel <coughs> worrying. Mm-hmm. You know, I really do. Um Yeah, it's it's a it's interesting, you know, as a sort of theory, but there you're right, it's completely oversaturated with books. Yeah. To a nonsense. To the point where you've got Marauders in this book both doing prison stories. Yeah. And I was actually confused thinking I've just read because I just literally read the Marauders thing. (laughs) I'm like, is this what is this? You know. I um I I, I don't read I mean I I think I read the uh, the Bendis run well, some of it. Yeah, um, a couple of trades or something, and that's really. It. I've read some Kirby stuff. Um, okay, of the X Men. I'm not X Men is not a big thing. I'm not, not read a huge, the burn. Not read the burn run. No, I'm not okay. a huge. I'm not a huge Marvel guy though. You know this. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm more yeah. a DC dude, and um, yeah, the X Men's just. I've always found the X Men just to be fucking impenetrable. It is. That's um, sadly what it is. I mean, I've been reading it for my whole life, and there's stuff that I don't. I go, who's this? Yeah, you know. the um obviously I've I've started reading um Ed's Grand Designs, yeah, um, but that's something in itself, you know. That's yeah. that's that's like a potted history. Um, there was one bit in this though that was just ridiculous, and it, it just summed up sometimes why I I dislike superhero titles. Right, um, is when he's like, um, I can't remember who it was, the guy in the red jacket <laughs> going up against <laughs> Sabretooth and says. Uh, if you oh, make it easy, it's yeah. fun. Yeah. And he's like, you know, stopping in the middle of this battle to get out this three bubble big diatribe before he then brings the plastic out of him or something. Oh, yeah, but it's it was, a long one, isn't it? I was yeah. like, oh, shut up. Like, he would have just bit his head off by the end. Of, like, he would have started off, human beings have, wow, and just would have fucking ate <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah. 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 would have been like, no, he wouldn't Fuck have. Fuck you and your alpha flight. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. He wouldn't, he wouldn't have got any of that out. Human beings have been produced more than 8 billion tons. Oh, shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I actually was reading that going, is this just trying to give me a lesson in between <laughs> like this whole thing? You know, yeah. we've got fights and then all of a sudden, by the way, you know, pollution's a bad thing. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, I'm reading Sabretooth, not Captain Planet. <laughs> well, it's like, it's like Casey when someone says on, um, on Twitter, just out of the blue, they'll say, I'll tell you what. We need to put a stop to rape. Yeah. <laughs> so, fucking hell! What a mind-blowing concept that yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. You know, but it was it was like this whole thing about imprisonment and mutants and oh, this this is we're running away from saber tooth. And by the way, did you know that there is plastic in the ocean? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah, <laughs> where does this come from? Yeah, you're right. He'd have just, he'd have just like would have chopped his head off without even looking at him before he got yeah. that sentence out. Wouldn't he, he? Was, he was right yeah. in front of him, all prepped, like yes. He would yeah. have just ate, ate his face well, off. I mean, that kind of does fit with the sort of pomposity of a couple of the comments in it, is especially the quote at the mm-hmm. start and the, yep. the bit where 
Was it? He goes, "Who are you, Black Columbo?" or something. And yeah. he goes, "Oh no, actually, I prefer this detective." I'm like, "What?" Yeah, was he sitting moving it? Um, I, I prefer. Fine, I'll do it myself, and I prefer Easy Rawlins. Yeah. Yawn. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so well daft. done. You know, you've read that. You've seen that film or read that book. Well done. You know, also, is like that, that. A, yeah. also, is that apocalypse that he walks into? Yes. Yeah. So what? What? Wait. What? Yeah, he's on the <laughs> island. He... Yeah. Right. Okay. So he's, he's not by the council. Anymore. No. Well, they're kind of just good and bad all on the island. So if you, all, the only thing you need to get on the island is being a mutant, and there's no death <sighs> anymore because you you're resurrected. The island will resurrect you. It kind of stores your memories and your every so often. Um, it's a bit like archive.com. You know, it's a, <laughs> it's a bit like that. You save you up to a certain point and then you get recreated. Yeah. Right. So he's kind yeah. of in charge of it. There's a, there is a good issue with, I think it's Lanil Yu and Hickman, where um, he's in charge of the sort of the death of people and stuff and you're being right, reborn. Okay. And yeah, th- th- there's, there's an interesting baptismal rebirth. Yeah. Back to Christianity kind of thing again. Ugh, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. Religious overtones, man. Yeah, it's no. a shame that Hickman's gone because he had. We've only had his first act out of him, as I understand it. We were due those two next two acts, and uh, other people have taken it over. And as much as like Jerry Duggan and Seb Wells and a couple of the uh, and I'm not that fond of Teeny Howard and a couple of the other writers, but the I, I don't think they've got the 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 roadmap to finish it in their heads mm. enough, you know. Um, so it's going to be interesting where it goes. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, we've got some more Hellfire Gala shit I'm, coming up. But, yeah. I might read a, I might read like a digital collection or something. It was the art yeah, was yeah. enough to to keep me interested. To be fair, it was it was nice and it, it was an easy read. Yeah, um, exactly. Just, it's a fun read, isn't it? Yeah, I I'm, think I I'm think I a, enjoy it because it's just not well. This one is slightly, but generally, sort of solo titles aren't totally tied up in X Men continuity. You know. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. I. Uh, I don't know. I'm just a a bit of a when it comes to Xavier as well. I'm a bit of a a Xavier purist. Like I just want to see him in the chair. I want to see him in the chair. I want to see him in the suit, and I want to see him putting his hand up to his head. You know what I mean? Give me yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I just I, I see him in all these different. Even in Secret Wars, when the guys were speaking, it's a point that I never brought up with him actually was like, why is he walking about? What's happened? He was in the chair um, yes. when he arrived, and then he started wandering about. It's like, oh, okay, but. Hey ho! It's you know neither that's neither here nor there. That's something else entirely. But <laughs> right, we're going super long here, by the way. So let's um, let's quickly do um, the, the. Yeah, I mean, it's... sorry, mate, gone. No, 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 no. I, th- I think I think we had a bit of a break up there somewhere. Oh, did we? Right, yeah, that's no, fine. That's fine. The um, so let's carry on. So we're going to the last one, um, which is a book I chose. I think you've got your hands on this one as well, haven't you? I do. It's in yeah. my hand right now. So this is tracked. This is tracked by Shintaro Kago. Um, I'm I'm a bit of a Kago nut. I I, I I buy pretty much anything I see automatically from him. Um, I've I've reviewed a couple of his books on the um, the Awesome Comics podcast, and I I find him fascinating. If not, but don't eat, don't have lunch before you read his comics. Sometimes. <laughs> um, he is. This is marked. I don't know if yours was marked as it marked as import. Um, on the yeah. cover, which I found strange because aren't they all imports? Uh, well, yeah, I would yeah. have thought so. And I'll be honest with you, nineteen ninety nine, I think, is overpriced. Yes, uh, for this, I think it's too much. Although it is a beautiful artifact. Um, well, it's twenty. It's twenty euros, isn't it? Ah, uh, right. Okay. 
It's got 20 euros here, oh, and then it it's been marked as 19.99, which I kind of thought, hmm. Yeah, cover that up with the sticker, Fulgi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's described his, his, his style as fashionable paranoia, which is an, an interesting approach. Um, his books, I'll describe a page in a second, but they they do feel utterly dangerous. They, you know, they, they do, in my head, I don't know how to put it, so maybe overstep the mark in regards to taste sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. truly transgressive, actual body horror, you know, genuine real horror, not this sort of soft cock yep. shit that we see all the time these days. Um, <laughs> and the book is um, honestly quite disgusting to read. You know, yep. a lot of the body horror, you know, is, is an invasive disease, um, an infection that causes worms and wires to explode from your body. Um, it's like a orga- I've just written in my notes, organic spaghetti zombie-thon. I don't know if that means, but that's what I wrote when I read it. It um, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um, it's in chapters, isn't it? Now, I, I'm not sure. Are the chapters connected, or are they? Because they change a bit, don't they? The disease changes at certain points, isn't it? Is that right? Is it a different thing? I mean, it's noodles one minute, it's wires another minute. It's yeah. um, is is it in somebody's head at one point? I mean, yes. is the fir- the first story is actually just in the person's head, and and then these containers kind of turn up. Are they houses? Are they containers? What? Yeah, I can't, I can't quite figure out. I was looking at it, going, is that? I mean, is it some sort of internment camp or something like, or is it is it house labor is, kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah or, or or is it like, I mean, Japanese housings like tall. Um, yeah tall blocks of flats and stuff in it you know what i mean so is it just that and they're sending in people that yeah. kind of look like the army i don't know it's, I, it's hard I mean, the thing is japanese people are you know are marvelous i'm a big fan of you know culture but it is so different from ours that sometimes it comes does come out of left field and often i try and um second guess what a creator is trying to say and it's more difficult when it's from a different culture if you see what i mean or maybe sometimes yeah yeah um I mean, I I kind of was trying to think as it as I was going through the book, I was like, is it is it to do with food and technology, and and is yeah. is it to do with like ease, and it's like a sickness, and then I was thinking, am I maybe just thinking too much into this, and the guy just really just wants to do a creepy story about noodly stuff because he was eating noodles and went, oh, <laughs> yeah. this is fucking weird, you know what I mean? Imagine they were all bursting out of everybody. Um, I did, yeah, think, I, don't I know. did read the first the first bit and think. Oh men, it's about men, you know. Because she's yeah. on. It starts off with her. She, she's. Where is she when she starts it? She's. She's not a boss or something. She's, yeah, she's walking on the street, and then some bloke appears and grabs her leg, and he's sort of bleeding out of the mouth. So she gets on a bus, and she, her hand is touched by the man who's next to her, and she looks across at him, and he's got sort of worms coming out of his veins, and his face is all bloody, and the veins are exposed, and then she legs it, and she goes home, wash, washes her face, puts the telly on. And then she turns the tap on and worms come out the tap and blood comes out of her mouth. Then she vomits worms up and it just goes from bad to worse for her. But there is a sort of nightmarish quality at the start of it, isn't it? It's almost, you're right, it's almost like it could be a dream almost. Yeah. Or it could be a plague. You know, it's sort of, you can't really make your mind up. Um, it's drawn, um, as for those who are thinking, oh, you've got some manga here, it's going to be this sort of big-eyed manga. It's not at all. It's um, very realistically drawn. Very. It's, it's um yeah it's yeah it's multiple panels on a page so it's not you know you know single page images two two images on a page like you're getting a lot of sort of modern manga uh it's it's, it's it reads like a proper not proper it reads, reads like a western comic and it reads western format as well mm-hmm. yep um it's wordless 
Mm-hmm. Um, so the horror happens without speech. It's um, muted colours I've put down. Yeah, I would say so. You're right. <clears throat> it's a muted palette, definitely. It's uh, it's more kind of, it's like really toned down pastel colours. <clears throat> yeah, it's hard to tell what they've done it with, isn't it, the colours? I think it's watercolour. Yeah, I wondered about the watercolour, man. Actually, yeah, I'd written that as yeah. well. Yeah, that is interesting. So. It's a good use I, I, of it. You know, it's it's either watercolor or it's really good digital art. Yeah, I, I would I would say it was watercolor. Yeah, I think it's actual physical. Well, is it the bit where the wires come out of the head and it's just a mass of blue and red wires yep. is just incredible. Go to his Instagram if you can find it and um, have a look at the stuff there. It's it's all people's heads exploding, um, <laughs> but in like in some of them, like cats are coming out of their heads and all this sort of thing. Um, this is I've read a couple of his books and this is the most realistically set. There's one about travelling towers with samurai women and there's one about sort of space and stuff. But this one is much more sort of urban horror. Um, so let me let me pick just a page and describe what happened. So there's two girls sitting... What's this one? A blonde girl and a dark-haired girl sitting opposite each other eating noodles. Uh, she puts her hand out. The noodles wrap around her fingers and go into her veins. Um, suddenly... So they start exploding her veins out. Suddenly there's a bloke on the floor who's got all spaghetti in his face. The other girl holds her hand up and the, the spaghetti crawls up through her veins and under her skin and then makes her head explode. He's always having... Heads are always exploding. But this, yeah. this, this makes the head explosion scene in Scanners look totally amateur, this drawing. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty well done. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really made me itch. Like yes. any time, any time I was reading a bit, I was going, "God!" and I could feel myself just scratching every every part of myself. I mean, there's a bit with that same sequence with uh, the noodles like disappearing up the veins, and the girl tries to get rid of them by slicing her leg, but then they just come out of her leg oh. and make her way in her hands, and it's and she just starts slicing all these different bits, cutting her fingers off and everything, and so she's just hacking herself to bits with this with these noodles crawling inside of her. And it's like, oh, my God. This is, a, I just... this is a seriously fucked up dream he's had, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually scratching myself just now because it's just so bloody itchy and horrible and uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but, man, that is what you got to aim for, isn't it? You yeah. mean, like, actually physically making somebody feel something whilst reading your stuff. Yeah. It's it good. I do... I do really like. I mean, he's sort of my the fam- the the favourite artist still created that I found during this sort of manga rip I've been doing. Mm. Um, uh, pretty much Mizuki, I think, but maybe him second. Um, yeah, it's so fucking outrageous. It's not the sort of thing you could read on a train. Every somebody would report you to the police. You know, it's like that. Sort of thing, <laughs> I was actually worried because I was I was reading it. Um, I was going to pick up my other half, and I, I sort of picked it, took it with me, and was like, I'll sit outside and, and read it. Yeah. And uh, I kept like stopping at traffic lights when I was finding a space, and I would just pick it up at the side of me and have a look at the next page. And I just worried that some <laughs> somebody in like the car next to me or walking past in the street would see it and go, "What the fuck?" It's definitely a serial killer in the making. <laughs> we come from a very starey town, and uh, I just had a, I just had a very funny feeling somebody was going to look in and be like. What the fuck's he reading? <laughs> this, this is the sort of thing. If 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 Mike was in a hotel room and he went out for the day and the cleaner came in to clean and she found this next to his bed, she'd definitely call the manager, wouldn't she? Yeah, but then Mike would be in trouble. I think he'd be in trouble for more things than that. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> they would they would be questioning if they actually had a guest staying at their hotel or just a figment of their imagination. So it's fine. <laughs> he is a hero. Good. Yes. 
Good. Well, I don't. I know the other one. We will mention the name of the other one, but it's the one you haven't received that I bought. It was called Lupina, Book One mm -hmm. Wax from Legendary Comics. Their YA yes. imprint. Um, I'm going to say it's, it's fucking terrible. Um, <laughs> but that's all I'm going to say. So maybe you and I one day, at the end of one of these, we'll tag it on and yes. we can have a conversation about it. But uh, Yeah, we can talk about it at some point. I, uh, a classic Esmond unboxing video. No. Oh, right. Oh, that kind of unboxing video. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I never I never got it because that was part of the, uh, the Forbidden Planet ones and I never made it into my hands. And right. you can't find it online. Um, it's not a digital copy, is it, on Comicsology? That one. I think there is. I think oh, is there, there is one, but it's, so, it's it only an, it's only an issue as opposed to the collection which I was looking at. Right. Um, okay. But I don't. I don't. I, I don't know. Either way, I couldn't figure it out. That was one of the ones that when I, I couldn't figure out how to get it on Comicsology, and then I couldn't find it in any other means either. So, which I guess is pretty good for them. <laughs> yeah, um, that's means true. that people will just buy it as opposed to. Pirate in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It takes it longer to get onto the pirate sites if it's not on Comicsology. I think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's the idea. Good stuff, man. Well, that was a mixed bag. I think we um, we put the world to rights in relation to buying new comics, enjoying new comics, how much they cost, and whether they're any good or not. Yeah. Um, there. I think that was a good idea. Um, we should do a regular a review of Palooza. I think that's a good Ooh. idea, man. Every so often. Oh yeah. yeah I'd be up for that. And we can go through the trials and tribulations and angry messages backwards and forwards to each other about fuck's sake. Yeah, <laughs> it'll just be me telling you constantly. Well, it's day fourteen. I've still not got an ace. <laughs> it's like buying a certain um, comic creator's comic. Yes, exactly. Recently. Yeah, exactly. Um, good stuff. So let's move on to you, bit mate. So we had a little bit of a chat about that comic smell. So uh, what episode are you up to now? You've done a few now, haven't you? Uh, the next episode that comes out will be number ninety-nine. Wow. Okay. So what have you got planned for a hundred? Uh, it's already recorded. Right. Um, you know, I will just say what it is as well. We yeah. did episode 100 and we did issue 100s. Ah, uh, good idea. Yeah. 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 We was, did, uh, funny enough, we just did 350 and we were sort of passing between each other on the WhatsApp group issue 350s. You know. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you, you're not going to, don't spoil what you, give us one, how about, how about you give us one of the issues, one of the hundreds you, do, you talked about? Um, can you okay? Or? Well, yeah, uh, because sure? I'm, yeah. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. Uh, Dave did bring along um, Doctor Who magazine issue 100. Oh, interesting! So that he'd gone mm -hmm. monthly by that point, mm -hmm. yeah. There was there was, a, there was a lot of 100s, and I was actually really surprised. Um, yeah. I expected there to be a few, but there was actually quite a bit. Um, one that never made it in, unfortunately, because uh, I never saw his message until after. I actually asked Al. Henderson, um, what his strip one hundred was, uh, and I okay. did. I didn't see the message until afterwards, so I uh, might just, I might just um, throw it in myself at the end. But we'll we'll wait and see how the how the episode pans out, editing wise. But, uh, but he, he did send it on. Um, but yeah, I was because uh, uh, I did think who's who's been going for for a long time. I also mentioned, um, I also mentioned podcasts that went over a hundred episodes. Oh, as good well. man. Yeah, yeah. Listed them off. So so this one's in here. And, oh, thank uh, you, mate. Cheers, Tar. And um, ACP. ACP yeah. made it. Yep, yep, yep. What was it? So, yeah. was it? Did we get together in a pub? Was that the 100th or was that the 200th? That was 200. 200. 200. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, that's that what they. man. We've got to do that again. Yeah, I know. That's that was nice great. Day. Yeah. I really liked that. Yeah, everyone who's who was there is still like in contact, you know, regular pals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
Speaking of which, John Tucker, lovely to see him at that premiere, man, and wearing his streaming jacket as well. <laughs> How good was that? Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. What a dude. Yeah, excellent stuff. Um, good. Okay, and that comic smell, thank you very much, Pat. You sent me not only the cop- copy I bought, but you sent me a freebie as well. It's very kind of you. Thank you, dude. That's um, all right. And it looks great. I really do like it. And I also like the fact that Mike has kept to, was it Carmine Infantino's rules about what to include on yes. covers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Classic. Very much so. That was uh, that was great because uh, we were sort of passing that between each other and, and uh, talking about the image and stuff. And we'd seen, I think Noah did uh, uh, a cover from Secret Origins at one point, and he'd okay. done like a, a replication of it. And we were kind of talking back and forward. And we were, it was Mike was like, oh, "We should put all of them together in one image." I was like, "You should." I was like, "You should totally do that for the next issue." And then you know. You know, he's like, he goes away, and then all of a sudden you're getting images being like, I'm just drawing it. Here's me doing the colours now. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> guy's, a, guy's a machine. Um, Mike's yeah, work was, is improving leaps and bounds, you know. Yeah, because he just, he's just constant just now. Yeah, it's great. Isn't it? Yeah, really yeah. good. Yeah, really good. Uh, one of my other favourites was, um, I like the one on the bus with Dave. That's a good one. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Take, taking the bus. Oh, so good. <laughs> It's amazing, <laughs> and I like Dale Henderson's "The King of the One Liners." I love how that turned Ultra, out. On joining paper. one line, yeah, yeah. I love how that turned out in print. There's loads of them that um, they looked great when they were on the computer and really good in the digital and everything. But you really need to see them in the print. Yeah, you do. Um, it really changes it somehow, man, doesn't it? I get that experience it does. all the time. Yeah, it does. Nan- Nando's strip about. Um, oh yes, yeah, yeah. The ball, the ball's perspective of. Uh, oh my god, the basketball guy oh my god it's been right in my head oh of course uh, yeah, yeah, yeah kobe 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 yes. bryant yeah yeah um that was that was tremendous i was i was looking at that on the pages like oh this turned out great yeah um it was really good and if blown my own trumpet here but there was one i mean i, I enjoyed actually making pages for this okay. um, and doing like a proper comic but there was one of my pages i was really happy with when it turned out on oh, in print as well yeah it was that crowd scene that I did. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just thought I just thought it it really translated well from the paper to the to the. Yeah, comics, it's nice so. to see you, man, as well. Because uh, have you been practicing drawing a lot for it and that sort of thing as well? Have you or? Nope. I just <laughs> just threw that together. Um, yeah, man. I just occasionally the, the mood takes me and I'll I'll start drawing some stuff and. You've done well, there, mate. It's much better than me. I, I, I'm the co-publisher of Tribute Press, and my image, which was promised to be on the back cover, never made it this week. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think Adam just forgot. To be fair, but, uh... <laughs> oh, brilliant! I've been seeing your stuff that you've been inking over the top of and stuff. Isn't I haven't done it for a while. Yeah, I did a few a few weeks ago just for the Slack. Um, people tend to post stuff up, and um, we ink over it. And uh, uh, Dave Crenn has written a script, and I keep meaning to try and find some time to draw it. It's just like one page. Everyone's going to have a go at it, and I think only a couple of people have tried it. And I really need to do get pull my finger out and have a go, but. Uh, yeah, that's really good. I, re- I re- there's a nice little community there, and I I don't find I find that you know because quite often often the time I'll have to listen to videos and you know stuff on you know I can, mm-hmm. but I find if I ink something rather than drawing it, I can actually pay attention to what's being sent said you know on the on the on the audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not too bad. Yeah, that's yeah. You you do a nice um you you do a nice sort of uh, skin on on folk as well. I noticed that when oh, you thanks, draw man. like the lines and stuff, it just looks really good. Gives oh, a good gives a good feel i get a good actual um i draw creepy blokes work watching me work 
Yeah. It's like, um, it's like people, old men in a porn cinema watching a sex show. That's then I, <laughs> I, I draw them on post-it notes and line them up during the week, and then next week I'll take them down and do another set. That's kind of the plan. <laughs> but, uh, They've just got, they have got a good real feel to them, though, man. I, 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 I really like them. Yeah, I really like just, them. Just fun. So what? So back to you. Are we going to? Um, are we going to do a number three? How far have you progressed in number three? Well, we already started talking about issue three, so that was yeah. Um, you know, we're we're just gonna we we've got that ethic now of like we've started, so yeah. we're gonna just keep going. You know what I mean? You proved um, that you I, proved that you can do it, and you can just keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we'll just take the money from what we've made on uh, one and two, and just put it to a three. You know, that's, what I mean? that's what we do. Yeah, that's the best yeah. way to do it, man. That's what yeah. we do with our anthology. You know, we, we, we all stumped up some money for the first issue and then it, we didn't need to put any more money to it because it just sort of kept rolling and it was nice, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, nice. so I'm guessing you'll either... Who will you have? Noah Van Skyver as a guest on that? <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what? The, the next issue we're going to go um, guestless. Okay. We're just, we're just going to yeah. do... We're just going to do us... I, I, I was hesitant on whether I was going to actually announce that or not, but um, no, we are. We're just we're going to do it just for us... Um, there's a couple of ideas of what we're going to do, but okay. it's, I think we'll probably, I'm not going to say we're going to get this one out when we will, because I mean, the last two have ended up being delayed for various reasons, but we're in, we're hoping that this one would come out a wee bit sooner, but just purely because we've just had a couple of different ideas on it and stuff. And yeah. I know that the guys have already started um, writing and drawing and stuff like straight away. Oh, so. Yeah. And I've got I've got a whole bunch. It wasn't until I was I was switching over phones recently and went through, you know, whatever it is, you go in, into your memos and write an idea down. Um and I've got like a good solid what ten pages worth of different little ideas and I'm sitting going, Oh, I'd love to do that one. I'd love to do that oh, one. I'd love to do that one. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pick out actually go through them properly and pick out some and uh in there i'm saying we'll go guestless but you never know i might Somebody end up might pop up and say oh my name's neil adams can i be in your company <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. exactly and there's the whole thing as well i might end up looking at one of my ideas and going ah, i see that in so-and-so's style or whatever yeah. you know what i mean yeah. um al got free reign to do what he wanted because i thought that would be good to well, he thought it would be good to do something different yeah but also when he mentioned it it was like yeah that'd be a great idea to do see him doing something that isn't penguin as well almost yeah okay. yeah he did yeah yeah and it was it was it was great it was re- it worked out really really well um and it was just it was just an, an absolute honor having him on in general you know it, yeah, he's a good lad, he? a good, yeah, yeah he's a good pal and stuff and it yeah. was just good to have him mucked in with us but obviously the first issue when working with john it was that was a joint idea that was an idea that i had had and approached him with yeah. it um, yeah. So you never know that might end up happening again. I mean, hell, one of the guys might end up pitching something and saying, "No, oh, I'd like so and so to do this." You know what yeah, I mean? So, that's a good idea, man. Yeah, I know yeah. there's quite a few people. There's quite the thing about the small press in the UK is there's a lot of styles out there, aren't there? Yeah, yeah. I've just done the same thing for the new project. I'll tell you about it afterwards. But the cool. um, yeah, I've just written a story and then thought, right, who you got? Concert, who would this be good for? You know, who mm. can carry this off? Um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing to do because people have different strengths and different styles and you know some people can carry humor some people can carry gravitas you know it's different mm. things yeah so where can people get the comic from dude they can get it from thatcomicsmell.bigcartel.com but if you actually just go to thatcomicsmell.com that'll take you to our link tree 
and right. you'll be able to get all of our links from that, whether it be the comic or the podcast or our socials or email or anything. It's all Real. in that comic, thatcomicsmell.com. Nice work, man. And uh, where can we find you online? Uh, well, I'm usually just on the... The comic that smell comics, Yeah, that, that comic smell, Twitter and Instagram. I, am, I do have my own, but I don't use it. Yeah, so it's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't use it at all. Yeah. I just use those. Just use my social media to spy on ex-girlfriends. Now that's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff. You can find me at Tribute Press. Uh, sorry, what's it called again? Patreon.com forward slash Tribute Press for you, uh, or neveronanything.com, and you'll find all the links there. Um, we've got um, something special coming your way. Actually, um, I think Ooh. you'll like it. Um, you'll probably find out about it a week Saturday. Mm. You'll find out, so that's quite fun. Um, and you can go to neverironanything.bigcartel.com to buy my comics um, if you fancy it. Uh, good. Thanks, man. Good Um We'll have a chat. I've got um, next week, we've got Dave back, actually. So Dave's coming back to do the last bit of Old Blokes Read Manga because um, we have to <laughs> sort of delay, delay that. So I'm looking forward to that. A bit of Barefoot Gen. So watch out for some depressing. Ooh psychodramas um <laughs> and the one after that we've got a round table actually um me and two of the previous other guests sitting and discussing a quite a controversial creator and um talking about it like adults hopefully Ooh. is the plan so watch out for that one but uh thanks man and um we'll continue chatting but i'll say goodbye to you now so um we'll see what, <laughs> see what else is going on cheers dude thanks tony thank thanks, you mate. buddy